International Radio. Hello and welcome to Radio Bulgaria's podcast on the last day of July. In Bulgaria today on July the 31st, we bring you first the latest news from this country. Next on the show we tell you how law changes could improve protection against domestic violence. In our music thought, we'll tell you more about the new ethnic project by the Chetno Band. Stay with us. Bulgaria today. We start with the major headlines of today. Sadistic violence against a young girl exposes serious problems of Bulgarian justice system. And the army is understaffed, Defense Minister Tagarev says. Bulgaria must quickly renegotiate causes of the recovery and resilience plan. From 6 p.m. in front of the courthouses in over 40 cities and towns in Bulgaria and in front of the Bulgarian embassies in Berlin, Paris and Copenhagen, from 8 p.m. local time, protests have been called in support of a sadistically abused girl from the town of Stara Zagora. For the perpetrator, 26-year-old Georgi Georgiev, the district prosecutor's office will request a permanent measure of detention in custody. He was arrested again for threats to the victim sent via phone applications. My daughter is a prisoner in her own nightmares, says the abused girl's mother. Before the BNR, she appealed that the laws should really be changed and that when there is an assault on a person, there should be no probation sentence. Psychologists are working with the injured girl. According to the mother, the psychological and emotional damage is huge. She assumes that what happened to her daughter was an attempted murder. Bulgarian society is enraged by the inadequate decisions of the judiciary against the crime. After the victim's nose was broken with a blow, she was tied up and slashed over 400 times on the body and face with a knife, and finally her hair was shaved to the skin. But the court decided that it was a matter of slight bodily injury. Judge Tatiana Gioneva, who works on the case, stated at a press conference that the conclusion of the forensic medical examination establishes injuries for a temporary disorder of health and not a danger to life. The legislator qualifies this as minor bodily harm, says the magistrate. The court decision in the case of the disfigured girl in Stara Zagora is lawful, said the chairman of the district court in Stara Zagora, Krasimir Georgiev. The incident caused a strong public reaction, which resulted in the protest shadowed for July the 31st in dozens of cities and towns across the country. The protest in the center of the capital city will be against the encroachment on the physical existence and dignity of any person, says the organizer Sylvia Stoicheva. According to her, neglect of such cases should be put an end to and measures should be taken in time, including true legal changes. 
addressing the graduates of the Georgi Savarakovsky Military Academy in Sofia. President Roman Radev stated that emergency measures were needed for military recruitment of persons with qualities and for improving conditions so as to make sure that training is up to the standard. The war in Ukraine has shown how important it is for the systems of surveillance, reconnaissance and communication to be integrated. It has demonstrated the capability of finding technological and cheap solutions on the battlefield, President Radev also said. The Bulgarian army is understaffed by around 20%, Minister of Defense Todor Tagarev said. The Russian Federation is the biggest threat to NATO's security, the minister also said, and went back to the statement by the deputy chairman of the Russian state Duma, Pyotr Tolstoy, who said on Russian state TV that after Ukraine it would be Romania and Bulgaria's turn. The trivialization of fascist theses and acts in recent months is something that causes concern. President Roman Radev has told reporters and gave as an example the aggression on social media and the compilation of lists of untrustworthy journalists. Intellectuals are calling for media control and censorship. At the same time, the memory of anti-fascism is being erased. Bulgarians are snitching on Bulgarians on the website Mirotvorets, and different revisionist and anti-Semitic texts are circulating, the president said. This is an onslaught on freedom and democracy, and society should be vigilant, Radev also claimed. The 2023 state budget with a 3% deficit is feasible and does not tighten the belts, Finance Minister Asen Vasilev has told Nova TV. A total of 125 million euros has been additionally allocated for salary increases in various sectors, the minister said. The funds for culture have also been increased, Vasilev added. If in 2022 funding for culture amounted to 170 million euros, the government must finish the renegotiation with the European Commission on some clauses of the Recovery and Resilience Plan in a very short period of time in August and September. The Parliament must also pass the Energy Act, which is one of the main pieces of legislation for the second payment under the Recovery Plan. The budget stipulates that the second payment under the plan must come by the end of the year, which means that the legislation must be adopted by the end of September, Vasilev also pointed out. We continue with sports. Bulgaria's Vladimir Zugravsky finished first in the Summerski Jumping Grand Prix in Courchevel, France. The only Bulgarian competitor in the lead of this sport collected 262.6 points and achieved the most prestigious result in his career among the men. 31-year-old Zugravsky led the ranking after the first attempt with 132.5 meters and 120.2 points. In his second jump, he jumped 130.5 meters for another 140.4 points. 
Switzerland's Gregor Dashwanden finished second and Austria's Marco Vjorgjotter came third. On Saturday, the Bulgarian finished second in the first start in Courchevel, being overtaken only by Dash Vanden. Thus, in the Grand Prix over ranking, Zugravski and Dash Vanden are now leading together with 180 points each. The next starts are on August the 5th and the 2nd in Poland. On Tuesday morning there will be clouds over eastern Bulgaria and rainfalls in parts of Dobruja. The lowest temperatures will be between 16 and 21 degrees Celsius, for Sofia about 16 degrees. The highest will reach about 29 to 34 degrees Celsius, in Sofia about 31. At the Black Sea coast the weather will be sunny and the highest temperatures we reach 26 to 29 degrees. The temperature of the seawater is 22-24 degrees, but north of Cape Caliacra, the temperature of the seawater will be about 14 degrees. In the mountains, the weather will be predominantly sunny. Temperature at an altitude of 1,200 meters will be about 24 degrees, at 2,000 meters about 18. Bulgaria today. Once again, the major headlines of today. Sadistic violence against a young girl in Stara Zagora exposes serious problems of the Bulgarian justice system. And the army is understaffed, according to Defense Minister Tagarev. Bulgaria must quickly renegotiate clauses of the recovery plan. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next, we are going to tell you about how important regulatory changes could improve prevention and protection against domestic violence. The number of calls made to the National Helpline for Victims of Violence has gone up in the first six months of the year to 960 in January-June as compared to 794 during the same period of the past year. The violence is reported by the victims and in some cases by friends or relatives. Amendments have been approved to the law on protection from domestic violence with the votes of the MPs from GERP SDS, We Continue to Change Democratic Bulgaria, PPDB, and the Movement for Rights and Freedoms, MRF. In order to facilitate the process of obtaining protection from this type of violence. What will the changes be? Extending the deadline for filing an application for protection from domestic violence from one to three months resolved a very important issue regarding the future protection of the victim, explains Katya Krastanova, clinical psychologist and psychotherapist with Animus Association Foundation and adds 
that the changes are extremely important. I can tell you about an example from our practice, a woman who was brutally beaten in March. Her arms was broken in several places, she had to undergo surgery multiple times, and by the time she had finished her medical treatment in May, it turned out she was not entitled to a restraining order because she had not filed a report to the regional court within the deadline specified, which is one month. She is now a target of constant threats by the Ufanda, who keeps threatening her that this is going to happen all and over again. The second change to the law stipulates that the court shall perform a risk assessment based on specific methods and make use of the opinion of specialists. This will put an end to the practice of the court interpreting the risk of domestic violence, subjectively, Katya Krastanova explains, and gives more examples from the practice of the foundation. A woman who has received a great many threats verbally or on online platforms collects this information and hands it over to the regional court with an application for a restraining order. The regional court rules there is no risk to the life or health of the woman and the child because there is no physical violence or other evidence. When this happens, the woman has no other choice than to go to a crisis center somewhere in the country where she has to wait for six months for the court to collect evidence and there is a serious risk to her life and health. The law also envisages the creation of a national domestic violence information system which will be extremely useful to the police as it will make their job easier, eliminating the multi-step cumberstone procedure now in place when reports of domestic violence come in. Other measures set down by legislators are connected with a prohibition on the offender approaching or communicating with the victim, broadening the circle of persons who are entitled to help in the event of domestic violence, as well as setting up a national council for prevention and protection from domestic violence. Song of the day. The Chetno band, part of the music association Chetri from Russe, have presented their new single called Mari Mariko, an eclectic interpretation of the original folk song Mari Mariko attracts the attention of listeners with dynamic sound, strong vocals and impressive rap lyrics. The music is by Chetno Band and the lyrics are by Goce Velikov, who is behind the unification of the young musicians. Bulgarian folklore is unique and can be mixed with various styles of music, Goce Velikov says. This has been all in Radio Bulgaria's podcast today. My name is Alexander Markov. Don't forget you can find us in Twitter and Facebook. Our email address is english at bnr.bg.
Bulgarian National Radio.